Oh shit, we are back. What up, breadheads? Ty and Eric in the podcasting booth, ringing in your ears. How are we doing, King? I'm doing excellent. I have a brand new YSL candle burning in the corner of my studio right now. Um, I'm sitting in a nice leather, beautiful vintage chair, drinking my San Pellegrino, and I'm ready to get into some unhinged topics with you, Ty. How about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. I'm sitting in an Ikea chair and I'm drinking soda stream sparkling water. So I feel like I'm the pedestrian version of you right now. I'm okay with that. What's the uh, flavor profile of the YSL candle? <laughs> the flavor profile, Ty, is, uh, well, it's in French. So I'm going to do my best to translate it on off the rip right now. But mm-hmm. um, spices and patchouli. Spices and patchouli. The herbs and cheese of Paris. <laughs> The herb, herb et fromage. <laughs> I don't know what it is, dude. I don't, I don't eat enough French food. It's very uh, meat heavy, as you know. Um, so my understanding of like French food and culture is like duck. I'm just like, I think they eat a lot of duck. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't they... think that the French have been appropriated enough by fast food for the essence of it to be, uh, like dis- dispersed amongst the normal population, the way that Subway has culturally appropriated Italianism. Yeah, dude, I think you're hundred percent on point with that. I watched a video recently about just buying croissants in Paris, weirdly enough, Ty. And one thing that the person said was that in this certain area in Paris that they were like browsing around, there was like a McDonald's and a mm-hmm. Subway. And they said something along the lines of like, whenever you see McDonald's or a subway or or a train station where you are, there's no good people around. Mm. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's just no good people living in that area. Mm-hmm. And that really kind of resonated with me because, yeah, you're right. The French are not one to stop at a McDonald's and get a quick uh, Mc, McNugget. <laughs> McFleuret. Uh, <laughs> you're probably true. But the problem is that subways are plaguing every street corner that i see i don't know if i have a trained (laughs) sense for it but i feel like everywhere i go that green and yellow sign is lit up so Mm -hmm. am i just hanging out in the wrong neighborhoods or has subway got its sauce covered little six inch fingers in every corner of the continent i think the problem ty is that subway's core demographic look like you and me you know what i mean Mm. We are tourists at the end of the day. So like we like to check out like the tourist sites. And mm-hmm. when we're at Notre Dame in Paris, there's going to be a subway near there. That doesn't mean that there are good French people living there. They're living mm-hmm. somewhere else. And that's okay. Um, but they're catering to people like us who live in North America who have a subway on every corner. So they assume that we are, you know, just used to it, used to that and like find comfort in having 12 inches of bread always nearby i guess so (laughs) if you think about the word tourist in the most general sense eric it really just means to commute and to to tour to go somewhere else (laughs) to tour (laughs) to tour (laughs) the grand tour yeah so um even if i toured myself from my apartment to your apartment i crossed the path of at least three subways on the way there minimum Um, and my tourist instinct kicks in immediately. 
to mm-hmm. flock to the safety of the green and yellow tinted windows. Yeah, I think just growing up in North America, Tayo, that we were born to be tourists. Because mm-hmm. to get from my place to your place, I need to hop on a six lane highway, drive my car through this suburban dystopia and mm-hmm. find park somewhere near you. You know what I mean? I can't take the tube. I can't, mm-hmm. you know, take a, a lime scooter. I can't do anything. I have to burn gasoline in order to get to you and record this pod IRL, you know, so help us God. Yeah, dude, you're constantly, and that's why I think subway is so appealing because you're going from subway station to subway sandwich <laughs> every day, you know? Oh shit. <laughs> so the, the deeper, the deeper it gets, Ty, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. You long for the transit. I do. Well, you not fl- really. <laughs> To be fair, transit in North America means you're poor. Transit mm-hmm. in Europe means like you're going somewhere efficiently. And you mm-hmm. just like, you value your time. That's all. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, almost richer, you know? It is richer, yeah. Time is money. Speaking mm-hmm. of time is money, Ty, I want to talk about um, who this episode is brought to you by. This you episode, who this episode is dedicated to. <laughs> it's dedicated to. Um, this company, Ty, is lining our pockets so that we're able to provide the breadheads with quality content twice a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and that first company is Laird Superfood. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Laird. They make, they make um, all kinds of different nutritional, I don't know what they're really called, but I'll call them boosters. You kind of throw them into like whatever you're eating anyway. So for example, if you're making coffee in the morning, throw in some of that creamer, get a hit of nutrition with that. Um, if you're making a foot long, they probably have some kind of like seasoning salt that will give you like all of the vitamins you need to function throughout the day and, you know, talk for hours on end like I am right now. Um, and you know what, yeah. you can use the code think fresh to get 15% off or click that link in the description. Ty, have you used Laird yet? I haven't dug into Laird. <laughs> Obviously, we're talking about Laird as in Laird Hamilton, the professional surfer turned coffee creamer extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if you ever wanted us about Subway. Yeah, if you ever wanted a surfer to cream in your coffee, use the code THINKFRESH to get a <laughs> nice discount on that. Dude, I, I haven't tried this shit yet. So <laughs> even though I'm peddling it, uh, it does look good. I am always on, I'm checking out like plant-based coffee creamers all the time because that's like the next big wave, if you will, of mm. nut milks is to get into the other types of dairy fluid. So mm-hmm. this, this is a natural progression of the industry. I'd be most curious though about their performance mushrooms. That's right. Oh, Laird sells performance mushrooms and our code does work on it. It's like a bunch of different like lion's mane and uh chaga and like other kind of like farmers market mushrooms all mm-hmm. like dried up and put in like some medicinal package and i want to get some of those i want to either put it in pasta or turn up to the way with it and get it in my sandwich yeah dude these functional mushroom blends look fire i'm not gonna lie especially the oat milk hot chocolate i think i'm gonna hit that up dude, um, that's in addition to some protein bars this sounds yeah. pretty awesome um so use the code think fresh or even better, click that link in our description or check out the bio on, on Instagram. The link's there too. Dude, um, check out Laird Hamilton's bio. This guy is done it all, <laughs> man. Dude, <laughs> and this guy's got a like, link tree also. Well, you know you when you know you've done it all when you like are a professional athlete with a food brand because you're just like 
a man of many, many traits. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, kind of like you, Eric. <laughs> thanks. Um, when we're talking about athletes named Hamilton, we're not talking about Lewis Hamilton. We're Mm-mm. talking about Laird Hamilton. Um, in addition to that, Ty, this episode is also brought to you by Wongo Puzzles. Double header. <laughs> Double header today. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, Wongo Puzzles. Do you want to speak about what that is? Oh, dude. Wongo Puzzles. Why? Because I'm, I'm the gamer <laughs> guy and you're the lifter. Is that the idea here? You're a bit more of a gamer, um, but we all know that we like to play games. We're toxic kings in that way. Okay, so Wonko Puzzles is actually super appropriate for everyone that's listening to this podcast for two reasons. One, they make all of their puzzles out of wood, and I know you crave wood. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The second one is every puzzle is unique. So they do a kind of a custom build for each one, so you never get the same puzzle twice, which is kind of whack. Um, And you can imagine where I'm going with that comparison. Every foot long is the same. Or every mm-hmm. footlong is different. So like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it is for, dude, if every footlong is the same for you, you're not doing Subway right. I stand by that rule. Mm-hmm. You could be ordering the double meat BMT with no veggies every single time, but we all know that it's going to turn out slightly differently. Yeah. So you got these like crazy ass custom, pu- custom designs. You're not going to see anywhere else. Um, you can really make it your own that way. Uh, they're made of wood. They're the subway sandwich of puzzling. And uh, we've eliminated the puzzle from ordering one. All you have to do is use code <laughs> THINKFRESH to get 10% off Wongo puzzles. That's right, guys. Don't sign up for the newsletter when you go on the website. That gives you 10% off. Use our code instead. <laughs> yeah, support the pod. Support the pod. Click the link in the description. And you know what? This is This actually sounds like a great gift. I might gift this to somebody um in the near future because it's made on wood tie and we all know that wood is the best way to make a puzzle can you just can you recall the last time you like made a puzzle and how annoying it was like fit the pieces together because they're all kind of like close enough to like jam together but mm-hmm. then like they're not supposed to go together but you're like fuck do i just like force it yeah dude when you have the puzzles? strength and dexterity of my fingers you can make any two pieces go together i will make it fit <laughs> exactly with the wood ones you don't have to worry about any kind of questions you just kind of like feel the vibes of the puzzle and you know we're able to carry that through from start to finish so mm-hmm. um it just, just like clicks. it just clicks Damn. just like just like you clicking on the link in the description to buy yeah. one of these wongo puzzles for 10 percent off and supporting Hell the yeah. boys yeah buy yourself some adaptive mushrooms or a wooden <laughs> puzzle that's shaped like a turtle we don't care just mm-hmm. use the link um exactly wow, you know what and, and you, never buy a blender we've we pivoted we, on blenders we've evolved past the need for blenders ty we go to subway again okay mm-hmm. the subway sandwich never even worked in the blender so who cares um <laughs> yeah, it's true <laughs> um yeah, so go ahead and click on that link in the description and support the boys. Uh, we need, I dude, I need some support. I I have drained my bag on my recent trip. I uh, just got back from uh, the Mayan Riviera last night. I was there for five days. I mm-hmm. was um, just doing all like all of the White Lotus things, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
yeah, keeping doing drugs a... in the in the behind the receptionist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, keeping a um a, a very natural emotional distance to a culture that you are a, a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Self care. Yeah, to kind of be physically present but mentally unavailable. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, dude, it was kind of a crazy time. I actually the resort I was seeing at. I actually felt like a white Lotus character because it was all inclusive as they are there. Right. And the first thing you do when you walk in your room at an all inclusive resort, what is it? When you walk into your room, you order a plate of cheese. (laughs) Whoa. Okay. I I don't know. That's what I do. That's awesome. I'm going to do that next time. (laughs) For some reason, the cord on my phone in the room was cut so that I couldn't call the lobby. And I think it's part of a master plan behind the scenes. But what I do is I open the mini fridge and hit the mini bar and immediately crush every beer in there. Usually. Oh, dude, yeah. That was right a given. My, my mistake. That's like rule number one. Um, but then you like log into the TV right after it and like click around and order the cheese plate to the door. But yes, yeah. that's only after you crack the Budweiser that's in the fridge. You need to <laughs> lubricate the throat before you can speak with the concierge, right? Mm-hmm, exactly and then you can sign into hulu <laughs> so nice. i go to do that of course long day of travel i'm so sweaty because it's humid and i haven't climatized and i go to pull the beer out of the fridge and this shit isn't a twist off it's a you gotta actually oh crack no. it, a bottle opener um so i check every drawer in the the uh condo and i can't find one i'm like fuck this and i end up like using my car key to like crack it open eventually but you know how that is like like all my fingers were bloody by the end of the trip i'll get into that i would have um, used the uh the phone that was cut in half just use the receiver to pop that thing off it's all it's good for anyway that's true actually so i'm like thinking in my head they must have just left the forgot the bottle opener like a, like the housekeeping just missed it today they dropped the ball um mm-hmm. so I because the phone's cut, I can't get I can't get them to deliver me one. So like I guess I have to wait till morning. The this next is like day. A, this is like a final destination kind of situation that you've ended up in. Like if I to... were to if I were to walk into a room, no bottle opener, no phone, the phone lines are down. I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm in fight or flight mode. I might be like jumping off the balcony at this point. I I was thinking the same thing because th- there's something to take like you have this like such a strong sense of what you're going to do when you walk in the room you're like i cannot wait to crank back a corona the second i get Mm -hmm. there right but i got there (laughs) like pretty late it was like midnight um so all of the kind of like restaurants and bars were shutting down it was midweek um so this was like really my only beer option and i couldn't call so to have that taken away from me that expectation was terrible but then I go to breakfast the next morning. I talk to my friend. He says, yeah, I also had no twists off in my room. And I Mm. went to concierge to talk to them and they gaslit me. They said, no, they're twist off. And he's like, are you sure? And he's like, they're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe they are twist off and maybe I'm a fucking idiot. So I go back to my room. I go to crack this beer again, twist it off. And I look at it and it says on the label, like bottle opener. Like there's a picture of a bottle opener on it. So I'm like, this is obviously not twist off. Like concierge is just messing with us. Uh So then I go to concierge and I say to the guy, Hey, I need a bottle opener for my stinking room beers. 
And the guy says, they're twist off. I'm like, they're not twist off, dude. And then he's like, really? And then I'm like, yeah. Has no one talked to you about this before? He's like, no. And I'm like, clearly you're lying to me. And I say, where can I get a bottle opener around here? And he like scratches his head and he thinks like, oh, Oh, I don't I don't think there is one, man. Maybe oh my you could God. take the bars, but I don't think they have one either. They're all cans. And I'm like, there's no bottle opener on this resort, and you've stocked every single mini fridge with beers like this. And he's wow. like, I don't know what to tell you, man. I didn't realize this was an issue. That's and insane. Said, so has nobody no has no guest ever drank the hotel room beer? Dude, this I think question. this is a fucking conspiracy of these all-inclusives is they dangle the all-inclusive <laughs> thing for you, but they probably save so much money because no, everyone gives up. And I mm-hmm. kept pressing the guy. I'm like, you got to help me get one of these. You're concierge. He's like, I can bring you mine from my house tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's service though. He, he's yeah. looking for that $20 tip. Yeah, dude, he um, wants those pesos. But, but to be honest, Ty, I think there might be some miscommunication happening here. Something's being lost in translation. Um, because I think like, I think the Mexican twisties, the, the twist off beers are just built for like hardworking Mexican hands. So like, did oh. you try just letting him do it? Like maybe if you <laughs> hand him the beer, he would be able to open it for you. Cause like yeah. all the calluses of his, on his hands, you know, he's probably, I imagine they're just tougher in general that they'd be able to just twist one off for you just at oh, least yeah. for the time being. That's a good point. Like years of remote work and Aesop hand lotion have turn my hands basically into just like soup, you know? Like yeah, I can't dude. Even, I can't even pick anything up anymore. You're right. It's probably on me. My yeah. white his hands, lifestyle. His hands look like that so that you can use a bottle opener in your room <laughs> from his home. <laughs> dude, totally. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I realized that I can never be put in this situation again. I need to get one for my keychain. So I'm going to see if there's any designer keychain bottle openers on Grailed mm-hmm. or something. Um, this is or the, the other time. option is like maybe Haley Bieber has like a online tutorial for how to do it with the mouth. I know she can do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, she does. That's a random skill. That's a red flag actually. Um, kind of. But you got to get good tie as a man at like finding creative ways to open beer bottles. I think this is like <laughs> the most masculine trait is if you can like creatively open a beer bottle in any given situation mm-hmm. a good one is to use a lighter i always have a lighter mm-hmm. with me so i just like pop it off with pop, that pop. i've gotten good at that um my dad also had this weird trick where like you just use another bottle and you mm. like hold them upside down and then you like pop it off but then you can never have like you always have one beer left over <laughs> you can never finish the beers <laughs> yeah, exactly so you always have one beer and you just like can't drink that one but it's um, kind of like a beer image scheme where you need to acquire more beers to finish the beers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, or maybe just the cost of opening the beer is one beer and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. In desperate times, I'll pay that price. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, what my trick is I usually put it on a, like you open a door and then you put <laughs> it sure, at the top uh... of I'm sure your partner loves that one. <laughs> like in the home, you're just like, babe, why is the door all fucked up? It's like, sorry, <laughs> sorry daddy was thirsty. <laughs> the problem is nine times out of ten, it fucks up the door. And you just kind of <laughs> hope that you like did it on the area on the door that won't be too noticeable. So mm-hmm. I tried doing that on the door of the hotel room. 
didn't really work. <laughs> I went out on the patio and I tried doing it on the patio. I was peeling back the plastic lining on that. Oh no. I was to the point where I was like, should I just smash the the neck of this bottle on the patio? Like on the <laughs> concrete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. That's a tricky situation. This is why you need like either something on your keychain, which looks like ridiculous, like mm-hmm. 364 days of the year. Um, but then that one day you'll be a hero. Um, I find like similar things happen with like bottles of wine. Like people sup- somehow never have like the proper wine opener. And like mm-hmm. when I bring a bottle to somewhere like that has an engagement with a, uh, with a cork in it, no one can open it. And I'm like, fuck, if you just told me that you were unequipped, that would have brought mine. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, who doesn't have a bottle opener in, in 2023, Ty? Mexico, yeah, apparently. <laughs> the entire resort. Yeah. Um, the other thing, dude, and I I literally think it's like a conspiracy. I don't I don't know what to think about this, but I was so excited to finally get some complimentary guac. Years of subway visits, and I never want to pay for the guac, right? But all inclusive resort in the land of guacamole, avocados mm-hmm. de Mexico. I thought oh i'm gonna i'm gonna od i'm gonna od on the g (laughs) (laughs) and however however but there was not a single dollop of guacamole at any restaurant in this whole resort eric really doesn't matter beach bar buffet sit down reservation only lobby bar nowhere was serving guac i couldn't find it i could i i I was longing for it. I was salivating. No matter where I looked, there was not an avocado in sight. That doesn't add up. That doesn't make sense to me. What's going on? It doesn't make sense, but somewhere... Are they seasonal? <laughs> it's entirely possible. Um, they just don't have the refrigeration capabilities, Ty. But mm. somewhere up the chain, you know, there's some Mexican dude who's all, all he sees is pesos. You know what I mean? He's thinking about like these dumb Americans are coming to our country to have free guac. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're they're also saving the guac and they're probably shipping it out to places like Subway on a premium. Um, why would they give it to you? you know I mean? That's true. Did you, did you look at the reviews? <laughs> oh, dude, that makes so much sense. Why would you give me guac for free when you can send it north and make like so much money off of it? Mm-hmm. Storing that thing, dude. Storing avocados in that climate is probably very costly for, um, you know, this cute You don't have to store Mexican it. You just village. pluck it off the tree. The the Mother Nature, Mommy, oh, mommy right. Naturo <laughs> will store it for you. <laughs> this is you trying to explain it to the CEO of the Mexican <laughs> resort. It's like, no, 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 no. Mamacita will do it for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wow. thought uh, the the other hypothesis I had was the resort that I stayed at had been blacklisted by the cartels. Like oh. something about the owners are like they don't they're like oh we don't fuck with them. Um, either they don't want to like buy avocados off the cartels, or the cartels have blacklisted them from purchasing avocados as a retaliation for something. Interesting. And what gave you that impression? Just no well, avocados. Just <laughs> no. Like I were there was there like a strong like. AR-15 presence in uh, in this resort. I read. I just watched that one. Like, there's that one Netflix explained like 
avocado cartel episode. Um, oh, so please tell me more. I don't know anything about this. Oh, dude, I only read the summary. I didn't actually watch the ep- episode. But oh. apparently that like most avocados um, that we eat <laughs> come from Mexican drug cartels. Uh, mm-hmm. They kind of run the whole industry. And then so like because they're just so lucrative, like would you that you probably make just as much money selling avocados on the uh, black market or I guess like green turning brown market as you will with like a hard drug shipping out of the country. Cause like the old mm-hmm. markup for an avocado at Whole Foods is probably like the same as like top of the line cocaine, you know? Interesting. I mean, now that you say that I'm thinking about the other fruit that is like, you know, it's like a high end fruit, at least in North America that's mm-hmm. coconut and at my mexican resort that i was staying at you you just like walk around and there's like coconuts growing above your head you just look up and there's a fucking coconut mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's no shortage of them and so much so ty that you can just like ask any mexican guy to climb a tree and get it for you <laughs> <laughs> no way You're just like you can you help me yeah i have no clue if they're employees but they look tan so i'm like hey can i get that one and then you know, you just give him like a, you know, $3, $3 American mm-hmm. and he'll even chop it open for you. And that's it. Fresh coconut. You can drink it straight from the shell. So mm-hmm. I imagine there's no reason why avocados can be a similar thing. Like every resort should just, should just have an avocado farm on it. Yeah. The, the, um, I feel like there's like probably a, like a term, like a, a, a nursery specifically for the avocado trees. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like how like here in North America, like every new development has to have like 20% green space or like mm-hmm. some bullshit like that. I don't know what the actual number is. Every resort in Mexico should have like an adult hot tub and like mm-hmm. an avocado tree. <laughs> mm-hmm. A few lime trees and a swim ball bar. That's what, what everything exactly. has to be. There used to be like a secluded area for adults to not see or hear children. And then also I want my avocado margarita. <laughs> to be within the arm's reach also hell yeah brother <laughs> dude crazy it is fun engaging with the mexican people they're always so friendly um unless they're trying to sell you a timeshare then they're very friendly um mm. at one point i found myself like lost in like some dusty alleys like really dusty around tulum mm-hmm. and i was just trying to find a liquor store to buy some coronas and i like mm-hmm. talked to this guy and i'm like cerveza where right and he like gave me crazy directions in um, in spanish and i like just keep walking down the the alley I don't find it it's 32 degrees out canadian temperature um so hot and i like finally give up and i'm walking back and he sees me again he's like mi amigo come with me <laughs> and then he just like walked me down all this like uh, uh just like a maze of dusty alleys and then he like shows me this little convenience store where the the modelos were and I just felt so grateful. I didn't tip him, but I, mm. I gave him a, a high five, which mm. is, I can't put a price on that. <laughs> <laughs> he, got to, he got to interact with the podcaster. That's pretty, yeah. like, did you let him know that you're actually very notable um, in, I, the, in the modern world? <laughs> maybe I would have if I knew how. <laughs> yeah. It's like, do you want to come back with me to the first world? And, you know, we'll set you up at Home Depot or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can, uh, yeah, we can bring you on the pod. Bring him on the pod. I'm sure he's got stories. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, dude. Modelo's. Was this an employee at the store that helped you out? Or just some so. Mexican it, it guy? It could have been like his third cousin or something. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Who knows? Um, I feel so bad, Ty, that you had to venture out of this all-inclusive, all-inclusive in quotes, um, to find beer and then pay for it. That sounds like that sounds like the last thing I would want to do on an all-inclusive vacation. Well, it's not like I'm buying a bottle opener. That would be giving up. You could have just bought a bottle opener. That would have one bottle opener tie would have unlocked unlimited beer for you. Did you just think about it that way? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I thought about that, but I don't know, man. Then I have to be responsible for this bottle opener forever. I mean, at the very least, it's a souvenir tie. It will, it will forever tra- traumatize you <laughs> of your non-inclusive vacation. You know, mm-hmm. it was pretty exclusive if you think about it. That's kind of cool, I guess. It was very exclusive. Like, yeah, very uh, specific. <laughs> like, there's like a certain type of dude that always has a bottle opener on his keychain. And like, those yeah. guys thri- were thriving. That's the demographic they're appealing to. Oh, no. So, like, there was one There was one guy by the pool, and he's like, you know, I there's a real big problem facing our society. And we're like, yeah, what, what? And he's like, no one wants to give her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, nobody wants to pull themselves up by their bootstraps anymore no. in this fucking country. Everyone just wants a handout from fucking, what's his name? Bernie. <laughs> yeah, dude. No. Um, that sucks, man. So... Was there like a big like tailgate kind of like show out at this resort? Like a lot of just like cargo shorts and Trump hats and, you know, yeah, flag, like American flags, like on like a back of a T-shirt. A lot of bros walking around in hockey jerseys, like their dicks dragging oh. behind them. Mm-hmm. Like I get Team America season, but <laughs> wow, like dude. so hot out. How do you wear that? Yeah, dude, I have no clue. I've never been a jersey kind of guy, but if I was... It'd be New Jersey. Mm. Did you say nude? New Jersey, oh, New as Jersey. in the country, as in the city, <laughs> the country, um, the country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Might as well be. Wow, Ty. When I reflect on my trip to Mexico recently, I guess it was a year, a year and a bit ago now. Uh, real heads know, mm-hmm. but what kind of like restaurants did you have on campus? Because when I was like moseying around, drunk out of my mind, looking for food. There was like tons of places to eat that were like not just the buffet, but there was like a steakhouse, an actual mm-hmm. Mexican quote Mexican restaurant, a Jamaican spot, etc. What did you have at this place? Yeah, dude. So you got, yeah you you got a copy reservation for the uh, the sit down. Um, see, you want you want to see like how Mexicans do Brazilian food, or you want to see how Mexicans <laughs> do Italian food? That's that's the way you got to do it. You got to go through the concierge, get the booking, get there in the evening, wear your finest, um, like Harry Rosen collared shirt. You know, mm-hmm. um, I only had time for a couple of those activations. I went to the um, authentic Mexican restaurant on my quest for walk, and I had the worst <laughs> tacos of my life there. Oh Believe no, not, like the worst. So. Um, that was enlightening. They they were bad because they were cauliflower and onion and they weren't seasoned at all. And there was no salsa. There was no guac. There was no hot sauce. They were just fried cauliflower and onion mm. in a tortilla shell. Um, Damn, man. It must be yeah, tough dude. for you because like Mexico, it's like they're like a big meat eating country. 
So like mm-hmm. the pork is like really good there and stuff like that. So it must Hell suck yeah. for you. But it's okay. I I broke some rules. I d- dug into a little bit of fish because it was getting pretty oh. hard to find food. So a little pescado here and there. And oh, that nice. opened up the French restaurant on campus and the um, kind of <laughs> Japanese restaurant as well, well, where they did the, they were um, frying everything up right in front of me. At one point, oh, the Japanese, yeah. uh, he wasn't Japanese, he was Mexican wearing um, a chef's hat. <laughs> but he like, he would take like the food off of the, um, off the grill with his flipper. And then he would throw it across the room and I'd catch it in my mouth. We had a little thing going. <laughs> dude, I was gonna I was about to ask if you caught anything in your mouth at that place. Yeah, dude. Because <laughs> um... they love to do that. <laughs> Gotta engage the audience. I wish Subway did that. It'd be so funny if they're like, here's a little cute coming over. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like when um that one time when you wanted to try the green goddess sauce and they just like mm-hmm. squirted it a little bit onto a cuke. Like they should have mm-hmm. just like taught like frisbeed it into your mouth. That would have been nice. Yeah, dude. That was such a weird moment be, to like pass the green goddess sauce over the sneeze guard. Like you're at a, like a gelato shop or something. It was truly, <laughs> it was truly breaking the fourth wall, almost mm-hmm. literally of mm-hmm. um, what I understood the subway ordering process to be. So if yeah. they could just flick me a few fresh black olives every time I'm in there, it would be mm-hmm. pretty engaging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, with that, like cucumber vessel they've they've basically just admitted that the cucumbers don't add anything to the sandwich it's merely mm-hmm. a cracker at that point much mm-hmm. like myself on the other side of the steez guard mm-hmm. yeah dude you're a, you're a little cracker a little snack over there <laughs> <laughs> cracker <laughs> um this is a great time did you dabble in the buffet because obviously as a vegetarian at the buffet there's gotta be like mm-hmm. minimum four options right like there's probably like yeah, way more options for you there so what did you get into the buffet yeah and of did you course catch food poisoning <laughs> uh, i got away with it but a few of my friends caught it and lp was feeling pretty bad too oh, but nice. um i have an incredibly strong immune system from years of going to a buffet once a week to order 12 inches of sandwich <laughs> 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 really yeah just you're I'm I don't want to overuse the term built different but it I mean you could have very easily tie like because especially because there was no beer available to you you could have easily went towards the sink and drank some tap water mm. which I imagine maybe your friends did um do you think you want to like, get fuck. fucked up tonight <laughs> yeah literally do you want to die tonight <laughs> I'm about to blackout um in the bathtub right now but mm-hmm. Yeah, as a last resort tie with no beverages, I can see somebody, you know, taking a little sippy sippy from the faucet. Mm-hmm. And that's always going to end bad for you in Mexico. Yeah, it's a death sentence. I did find some beveritos around. Uh, I got into a few espresso martinis. They are served in margarita glasses there. Um, and in order to fill the margarita glass to its full brim, because they are wider than your classic martini, you need to shake it a little longer to melt more ice to water it down to get it up there. So you oh. expect a very watery espresso martini in Mexico. Um, oh, so does the ice? Oh, I should know this time, but does the ice translate into you know shitting yourself in the middle of the night because it's melting <laughs> down? I, I I think that the um most places have become conscientious that the ice should not be made from tap water they should use bottled water to make the ice so you don't really encounter any problems with that 
Uh, thankfully, yeah, yeah. thankfully, we've solved that at scale. Yeah, dude, no kidding. At least they they recognize it. But they still use tap water to wash the lettuce, as we all know from mm-hmm. my last escapade there. Yeah, dude. I stayed away from all the veggies at the buffet for that reason, because if you're a uh, traumatizing story of the lettuce bucket, I um, mm-hmm. stuck to the cheeses. I ate a lot of like buffet croissants. Um, French people would be mad at me. I had like croissants from gas stations, croissants from buffets. I was happy with all of them. I don't know if I just like don't have a taste for croissants. I thought I did, but it's hard to like not like have a croissant and be like, this is gross. I'm not finishing it. They're all pretty good. Mm, they're all better than just bread, right? Yeah. Like it's just no matter what type of croissant you get, it's a step up from bread. And mm-hmm. you can get amazing croissants, you can get bad ones, but at the end of the day, it's better than fucking sourdough, right? Totally. Like you could take a piece of toast and put butter on it and eat that, but that's boring. But as soon as you do that as a croissant, it's just the exact same (laughs) ingredients. But why is it so much better? Like it's like hundreds of times better. Mm -hmm. You're right. And speaking of um, elevating my bread game at home, Ty, Mm -hmm. I did buy some bagels and I wanted to tell Mm -hmm. this to you because I bought some herbs and cheese flavored bagels. And Whoa. I had one today and I got to say it was really good. Um, I opted, I usually opt for like the herbs and cheese, cream cheese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but then I figured like the bread's already herbed out. I don't need to do like double herbs, right? I'm just going to get the regular cream cheese, throw mm-hmm. that shit on my herb bread. And that kind of kind of slaps. I'm not going to lie. Wow. I love that for you. Now, <laughs> So is it officially say like herbs and cheese on the package of this bread? Because I would think that Subway has like IP on herbs and cheese Mm. bread as just a statement in general. Like I'm surprised we've even got away with saying it out loud this many times on the podcast. That's a great point. Um, It does not specifically say herbs and cheese, but it does say Italian herbs. That's the actual flavor. Mm. So I don't know, Ty, what are Italian herbs really? Parsley, I guess. Maybe a little bit of oregano. Yeah, basil. (laughs) Yeah, it could be any of these things. But, you know, the point is, Ty, it's better than the everything bagel because that shit just gets everywhere at the end of the day. And it might taste the best, but it's just it's too messy. I think it's time that this podcast took a strong stance against the (laughs) everything bagel because I'm not here for it either. Mm hmm. It's yeah, you're right. It's uh, it's overrated to say the least, Ty. It's oh, it's been the default of bagels for as long as I can remember, much like the mm-hmm. herbs and cheese at Subway. Um, but it really doesn't add much to the eating experience. You know what I mean? Yeah, I you get everything get and nothing. Everything and nothing at the same time, right? Like oh. it doesn't taste any better than just a nothing bagel. Yeah, I mean it does. It t- tastes slightly better. I'll give it that. But I don't think the pros outweigh the cons of it, like leaving poppy seeds in my BMW, you know? Dude, you got to stay away from those <laughs> poppy seeds. Like um, I was learning the other day about how uh, people whose jobs, which is most of Subway's demographic, uh, that have drug testing. will, <laughs> If you eat an everything bagel for breakfast in the morning and then you do a drug test, the poppy seeds will actually trigger the drug test as a positive. So if you are a blue collar worker heading to the construction site, got to do the drug test before you operate the crane. Um, (laughs) And you had that everything bagel for lunch on the way in or breakfast on the way in. 
you're uh you're getting sent home and wow. you're gonna have to go talk to your lawyers because the poppy seeds will trigger that and that is probably why subway doesn't offer everything bread like an everything bagel type <laughs> bread option it would be a hit but then they would accidentally they'd screw over their entire demographic because they're all <laughs> getting drug tests <laughs> wow i never thought of it that way so subway actually is looking out for us mm-hmm and also like okay 50% of their demographic, their, their their aspirational demographic is athletes. Their actual demographic is fat construction workers. And yeah. both of those groups are subject to drug tests. So they've, mm-hmm. they've thought this through. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not falling for the everything scam. If you want everything at Subway, just go to the veggie section and you can have mm-hmm. it all. Mm-hmm. And um, can't help but notice that two things are missing from the menu as well. Asparagus and beets. Two things that make your piss like scarier than they should be. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They want to make sure that everything's coming back clean, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, There's probably my, also my, like... A, they don't want you to yeah. be like Future where he said, my piss coming back dirty, I'm just being honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn, how does that guy have so many baby mamas? <laughs> no, he's talking about drinking lean, but yeah, I guess. Oh, I see, too. I see. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, that's the other thing. It's like, I feel like... Your sub, your average st- subway enjoyer, it just like has a higher likelihood. Like if we look at the stats, we can fact check this later. But just a higher likelihood of being arrested. Mm. Like, I, don't, I don't know why. I just I got the vibe. Like, I mean, higher chance of being arrested in their life, but then also like anyone who steps foot in a subway has a higher chance of being arrested for inciting violence <laughs> at their sandwich artist. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Like half the fight videos on World Star are in the subway. Have you noticed that? Mm-hmm. Like we posted one like a month ago, Ty, and mm-hmm. that was from like last week. Totally, I mean that makes sense. So you're subjecting yourself to a like if you're called. It's like you got to you go through a storming and norming and then performing phase with your sandwich <laughs> artist, and if you start storming with them, that could lead to. Um, a domestic like a dispute of some sort and next thing you know the blue mm-hmm. lives are back in the building and because that's, <laughs> that's the oh. other challenge eric with you like even if you're um a, a good a certified good boy and you go into subway you are risking arrest simply by being in the presence of the police force more than you need to be right like that's a great point Chances they're there you're doing something wrong anyway right like you didn't tip mm-hmm. your sandwich artist and because all cops are bastards ty they will see that and they will just arrest you on the spot i'm surprised totally. artists don't citizens arrest you getting all that inspiration from their clientele mm-hmm. like that officer looking over my shoulder just trying to see what's fresh today in the deli section catches a glimpse of some ne- something nefarious on my phone and next thing <laughs> i know i'm up against the uh faux brick wall getting handcuffed mm-hmm. that's right the subway wi-fi has some really tight policies that you have to accept before you start mm-hmm. browsing <laughs> <laughs> oh shit wow hey ty i got some rapid fire questions or topics that i want to run by you before we end this episode um First, I want to talk about the most hetero affogato that I've ever seen in my life. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Typically, affogato is kind of like a zesty little treat. Mm, Um, However, I've been seeing this. (laughs) I've been seeing this hetero version 
pop up in my feed like multiple times and it's in Florence, I think, but it's the opposite of how we all know affogados to be made. The first mm-hmm. one or the way it's made is they put ice cream in an espresso cup and then make mm-hmm. the espresso in the cup. Mm-hmm. And that's the affogato. They don't have to pour Simple. it on top. Exactly. So looks way better. It's already in the coffee cup. You get to make it and eat it way easier, in my opinion. Have mm-hmm. you seen this thing? Are you talking about uh, the new age version or are you talking about the traditional affogato? Well, I don't know what the traditional one is. Am I just describing the traditional one? Because the one I'm seeing, I've only just started seeing. Dude, so the one that I'm familiar with, which I call the affogussy, is the ice cream <laughs> has been plastered to all the like inside of the espresso cup to the point that it like peels up and folds in. Um, and then you pour the espresso into the little cave system you made mm-hmm. of the ice cream. So like rather than the ice cream <laughs> being con convex and then have the ice cream kind of wash around it, like the shower water hitting your bald scalp, it's <laughs> um, the ice cream pools into this like rain collector uh, or the, the espresso pools into this rain collector. And then the mm-hmm. sides of the ice cream melt inwards on itself, creating this, really attractive little slit that you just kind of want to get your lips into. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what I was talking about. So this is the traditional way because I've only like just seen it on my feed and it's, I'm going to Italy this summer. I'm going to have to try to find this because Mm -hmm. it looks so good. I'm going to have to get it. So So you're saying this is like the original. Affogato as the Romans intended. (laughs) Wow. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I'll be sure to repeat that to the, espresso artist when i see them <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny um, they'll get a kick out of that they love their heritage mm-hmm. i'm like wow just as the romans intended um beautiful dude, who, loves, who 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 is more obsessed with italian heritage an italian dude or subway ink wow um definitely dudes <laughs> they the italian dudes they live up to their stereotype very very well it's true um, they can't help it they're italian yeah sorry my, sorry about my friend he's not perverted he's just italian yeah. <laughs> was fogel italian yeah, that dude. sounds like an like, italian last name that's something i could see like the defense using in <laughs> or, like yeah. talking to the jury like he's just italian mm-hmm. if you eat yeah. enough italian breads and meats like you could kind of lose sight of your values mm-hmm. yeah Vogel's real name ty and it's been changed to appeal to our markets his real name's gerard fogliato <laughs> Fogliato. damn that's what that affogato should be called because <laughs> it's mm-hmm. folding in on itself yeah hey f- hey jared why, why is there so much child porn on your on your laptop i uh, forgot about it <laughs> just italian <laughs> Um, anyways, next topic, Ty. Um, did you happen to catch Kevin Gates' IG story over the weekend? Dude, I obviously did not watch it. Um, I uh, so you you listened to the warning, is what you're saying? I re- I listened to the warning, and I said, you know, the internet would not be making this big of a stink about this if it wasn't something truly stinky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was stinky, Ty. It was. It was looking like a 
it was looking like the black olive bin at Subway. So um, you admit you indulged. You I indulged. You open. Are you are you aware of what went down on on this public <laughs> public forum over the weekend, or did you stay clear of it entirely? Do you have no? No, clue dude. What I'm I'm following the reports. I'm I'm aware that a little six inch was made live on on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mm -hmm. just as many plastic gloves in the room as you would find at subway (laughs) (laughs) oh shit it was looking like the black olive bucket but it was smelling like the tuna bucket am i right Mm -hmm. damn damn so for those who don't know um kevin gates well okay i'll start my journey on twitter actually (laughs) i was looking at twitter and kevin gates was trending i was like oh god i hope this hope this guy didn't die or something i look i Mm -hmm. click on it and um People say whatever you whatever you do, don't look at his story. And naturally, mm-hmm. as a content creator and media personality, I had to do it. I took mm-hmm. one for the for the Think Fresh team here, but I went to his Instagram and saw his baby moms birthing their child. And when I clicked on it, Ty, it was already mid mid push, <laughs> as they say. <laughs> um, they had already surpassed the meat and cheese section, if you will. Wow. <laughs> And straight into the sauces. <laughs> yeah, they were they were straight into the sauces, Ty. And um, I had I exited it before they had wrapped it up. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was I did not need to see that. So you'll I'm sure you can you know head over head over to World Star and catch a clip mm-hmm. of that if you want. But the highlight reel. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure like Inside NBA will cover it tonight or something like that. Um, but. Yeah, that was that was about it. I'm happy you got to avoid that. Actually, um, speaking of NBA, there was an incident on the court the other day where a player—I um, don't know if you were watching, probably not—but a player, Nikola Jokic, mm-hmm. he a ball went flying out of bounds, landed in a fan's lap, right, and there was a moment for the player to like hurry up the play and like, you know, get the ball in bounds again to like have an advantage. And the guy goes over to grab it, shoves the fan down. And then later finds out this, this fan is the owner of the team. No, for the opposing team. So they were playing Ooh. the Suns. This guy was the owner of the Suns. And he was being a little bitch. He was playing keep away from Nikola, right? He was holding the ball back, not letting him get an advantage on his team because yeah. one of their guys was down. And he just like throws the ball away and then he catches an elbow to the chest. <laughs> and it was kind of like subtle, but he flopped really hard, right? And I only I only like bring this up because he was fined twenty five thousand dollars for that. <laughs> he wasn't suspended, but he was fined. And it got me thinking like what what would happen to you if you shoved the franchise owner? Like Dude. if you were in a subway and you like assaulted the owner of the subway, <laughs> would anything happen to you? Would you be arrested? Would you get a free sub out of it? What would happen? I think you got to pull up the CCTV and like see if that franchise owner is trying to run interception on your foot long, you know? Like if he's getting in there and he's trying to hold you hold you or your artist back. Exactly. I think you got grounds for a lawsuit. He can't keep Yeah, it. totally. It's tough though. Like the man owns the building. <laughs> like, you're in, the you're building. in his house. Mm-hmm. I mean, the equivalent would be like he owns the the bread that it's on. 
And it's mm-hmm. like, he's denying you the herbs and cheese, but you only eat the herbs and cheese. You know what I mean? Dude, it's like, this goes yeah. against my religion. It is kind of weird though that like, until you tap that Amex at the end, he still, he owns your sandwich. <laughs> like, wow. it's kind of like when you work for a company and as a part of the contract, you sign away that anything you make while you're employed is their property. It, oh. You're subjecting yourself in a similar way at Subway where you could come up with the best sandwich in the world. And if it's good enough at that, at the 11th hour, the artist might just pull it and say, this is ours now. This is going back to HQ so we can study this to train sandwich <laughs> artists for years to come. Sorry, mm-hmm. sir. You're going to have to order another, or get the hell out. Like mm-hmm. that's their sandwich that you're making until wow. you transact. Wow. I mean, you're co-creating this thing at the end of the day. So you would expect the artist to at least have some steak in it. Mm-hmm. No steak and cheese, pun intended. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're right. The franchise technically at the end of the day does own all property and all assets of the business. Mm-hmm. And that includes the, the floor you're walking on, the sandwich you're holding. Mm-hmm. They might even own it bef- before you leave. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, uh, I'm not really sure where the owner, the franchise ownership ends. You'd think it's at the door, but like, can they, do they own the smell outside? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I mean, that's a great question. The smell outside is proprietary Ty. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we need like a Shazam app for smell. Like if Mm. I just hold my iPhone up to the subway, (laughs) download that scent, you know, maybe be able to like make a perfume out of that or something that mm-hmm. would be that would be a copyright infringement for sure but it is what it is be sick it's like lime wire but for good smells and bad smells the bad smells are like the viruses <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's when you try to download the black eyed peas album and then you accidentally <laughs> you accidentally Just download a with... fart <laughs> <laughs> oh shit well, Ty, that's all the rapid fire topics I got for you. I wanted to get those off my chest. Um, Thank you. I know I've been um, making you hold up quite a bit this week because we missed our last episode. So I appreciate you um, writing them down and not moving on without me. Well, it's my pleasure. I think you owe the breadheads an apology, not me, Ty. <laughs> um, they're never getting that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But um, what they can get is 15% off layered products. Um, we're talking creamers. We're talking <laughs> adaptive <laughs> mus- mushrooms, maybe a few granola bars. You can get 10% mm-hmm. off a Wong Go Go puzzle. Just Wong Go Go to wonggo.com. Um, use code THINKFRESH on both sites and help a brother out. Mm-hmm. Big, uh, big poultry will lead you to believe that breakfast is the best and most important meal of the day. And if so, Go ahead and cop the breakfast from Laird Superfood. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you don't believe that and you think that activating your brain is actually the best breakfast, go ahead and hop on over to Wongo Puzzles and get a puzzle with our code ThinkFresh and um, support the pod, support your mental well-being. And Hell yeah. Thank you for listening. Yeah, dude. Anyone from Hustler University will tell you that they do two, maybe even three puzzles every morning before the sun rises to stay mentally acute. And you should too. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Well, Ty, that's everything for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Breadheads, thank you for listening. And we'll see you on Friday. Yes. Thank you, Breadheads. Think fresh. Ciao. Think fresh. Peace.